straight white, Larry. A big one. And any shark expert in the world will tell you it's a killer. It's a man-eater. Look, the situation is that apparently a great white shark has staked a claim in the waters off Amity Island. And he is going to continue to feed here as long as there is food in the water. And there's no limit to what he's going to do. I mean, we've already had three incidents. Two people killed inside of a week, and it's going to happen again. It happened before. The Jersey Beach. 1916, there were five people, people chewed up in the surf. In tell one them, week. Tell them about the swimmers. A shark is attracted to the exact kind of splashing and activity that occurs whenever human beings go in swimming. You cannot avoid it. If you open the beaches on the 4th of July, it's like ringing the dinner bell, for Christ's sake. Uh, I think that I am familiar with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular problem until it swims up and bites you on the ass. The scotch on the rocks, please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. All right, I'm a little concerned about Jaws and, uh... In keeping with our, our new format of uh, one movie per episode, so we can mm-hmm. bang these out like a month's worth of material uh, in an afternoon, a couple hours. Uh, because it's one of those that, uh, you know, what else is there to say? Like it, It's like too famous. I wonder what our two cents are going to be. What is our, our input? At the end of our Blue Lagoon episode, uh, you brought up nipples and the opening kill. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate? <laughs> What would I care to elaborate? Uh, you know, I have one good eye. I have one bad eye, but that one good eye is very well trained, sir. <clears throat> and whether it's a silhouette or an actual just uh, a shot of it, I-, I found it. Don't you worry. I-, I looked and I saw that it was PG, but I guess they must have missed that or you just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, that, you know, that, there was no PG-13 then, right? So this is not... It's not our material since the shark is hidden for so long. But I wondered if, uh, you know, Spielberg's smart guy, obviously one of the greatest mm-hmm. of all times. This is early in his career, but, you know, is he trying to. For a white uh, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to get us Twitter, film Twitter views. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say that would, maybe that's another criticism, uh, not a lot of diverse faces in Jaws, but would you want to be, be a great shark. <laughs> exactly. Would you, would you want to be included in this? Because I feel like, and one thing I've always liked about it, this movie is, uh, 45 years old now, not a lot of likable people in that town. It's basically our, uh, our, our cop here, which you know, that's, that's not going to play well, given the time we're recording this. <laughs> um, but, you know, even like, so you have a, a woman who loses her child, and she's grief-stricken, and she slaps the one guy who actually does want to shut down the beaches, and that, boy, does Jaws, Jaws plays well in the uh, COVID-19 age, as far as the guy, like, maybe this isn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. You got the mayor, you got, you even have the civilians themselves who are using said beaches. They're like, no, no, our livelihoods depend on this. It's summer season. It's tour season. You can't do that. And of course, he's the one that gets slapped in the fucking face. I can't blame the, <laughs> the grieving mother. But also, I'm thinking like, hey, the the mayor's right there. <laughs> like, just, you know, do do a do a Dick Tracy thing here. Just like punch one, and then it takes out all of them. Do that sort of. Thing. <laughs> 
gumshoe style punch or something. Uh, so, if, and then the other ones, like, like I said, the politicians, the civilians, um, even the, uh, the shark hunter is an ass, you know, an arrogant ass who makes some kind of, uh, dangerous decisions just based on ego. You have, uh, who's the nerd here? You've got, uh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, it's Richard Dreyfus, yep. Uh, not quite bald Richard Dreyfus. Curly haired. Constantly referred to as young Richard Dreyfus, even though there's visible gray in his beard and his hair, which I thought was odd. Is it but, just the fact that he became stark bald that it's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's the difference between young and old? Well, I think he went, how old is he? Did he go bald young? Everybody. Everybody on the island seemed to be either 60 years old or about five, so maybe he fit into that. <laughs> Everybody from five to 40 is young. He was uh, like 28. Jesus. When this was filmed. I don't feel as bad. Like, I first started getting some gray in my beard, like, last year, and that's 35, so, wow, 28. Yeah, he, uh, I would say it's, you could easily say he's 38 looking here. Um Yeah, easily. We're just gonna. That, that's our take now. Is we're just gonna judge how handsome the, the men were. Um, <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I guess the, the the cop here was fifteen years older than him. He looks. They looked like peers. <laughs> well, not. He looks more strapping than Richard Dreyfus. I'll say that. It's closer than fifteen years. That's for sure. As far as the way they looked. Uh, in relation to each other. Now, Robert Shaw looked <laughs> every bit of about 55, 60, but... How many times have you seen this movie? God. You know what? This is probably the f- second time I've ever watched it not on, like, TNT or TBS or something. Got a like, lot of cable play, for sure, when I was a kid. All the time, man. Just Jaws on it's television. It's summer I'd... movie. It's strange. Strangely oh, yeah. a good summer movie in that it's like, you might die this summer. Have fun. Like that's... This is why we're going to <laughs> Illinois for... <laughs> For vacation, yeah. for, you know, for uh, family men that want to skimp a little bit, say, "Hey, we're not we're not heading to, to the beach. We're not heading to the coast because look what can happen." I'm not he- I'm not staying in this car for 13 hours with you to fucking die on the beach. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. I mean, it was amazing how much they clean up for TV. How much blood is in this movie, which had me. Thinking like this had to have had an R rating back then, but then I look and it's PG. Like, man, there's a lot of blood in this, more so than I ever remember, <clears throat> and probably from the years of TPS and TNT. But got some numbers here. You know, I talked about the cop being the only likable character. Um, mm-hmm. When this, uh, so this was a, a huge sensation. Even uh, opening weekend, uh, it uh, it totally covered all of its production costs in its first ten days of release. Uh, so this is not something that you know grew in esteem at all. This is this and Star Wars were like sensations right out of the gate. Well, even with with the shark and how many problems you remember reading with it, that's amazing that they were able to cover production Which in ten days. Made it a better movie though. The fact that you because mm-hmm. I can't say like if you just take the still image of the shark on its own, I don't know if it's like entirely effective without the music, without the. The, the, the tension's been built up, and it does make that mm. first slasher-like kill far more effective when you just see this poor woman or this poor nipple, as Jared saw it with his one good eye, just being <laughs> dragged around <laughs> to her death without seeing. You know, you, you assume you know what it is, mm, but you, yeah. you don't ever see it. Um, here's the uh, you know poor timing of this recording. When it first aired on broadcast television, which was in November 4th, 1979, and this is after it had been re-released in theaters, 
Uh, it attracted 57% of the total uh, TV viewing audience of that day. Good boy. 57% of everyone. And um, that was the second highest televised movie audience at the time behind Gone with the Wind, which uh, has been has been canceled. <laughs> and I, yeah, you want to talk about one that's not <laughs> doesn't play well I, uh, anymore. <laughs> I can't say, you know, I, I can't, uh, I can assume, much like I can assume that Bruce the Shark is there in that opening sequence. <laughs> I've never seen Gone with the Wind because I just have to admit, even as a movie guy, that's never struck me. And I'm not saying that for cool points here. As something I would be into. Like, I, you know, I know it's long. I know in our days it was like a double VHS thing. You know, man, woman swooning, her, like, sassing him for fucking four hours. And then I know I know the final line. He doesn't give a damn all of this. Like, I know the beats, and that's not even getting into the uh, the racism <laughs> at all. So, yeah, someone, one of my movie podcast buddies texted me. He's like, hey, what do you think of, you know, Gone with the Wind being taken off HBO Max? You know, the whole, like, rah-rah, this is censorship type thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah, you know, if it was Jaws, maybe I'd be fucking pissed. But it showed up to my iTunes library and Jaws was gone. <laughs> but am I, am I ever going to have that? Register. I'm, I'm not going to have that cause for Blue Lagoon either. If 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 someone says, no. hey, we can't simulate 14-year-old nipples on screen, uh, this has to be stricken from the record. Uh, just give me my 529 back, Apple. I'll put that good use. I'll, <laughs> actually, if they do it now... <laughs> I'll take it. I'll, I'll put that money on something else. That's <laughs> fine. <up> this recording. <laughs> That's I'll fine. give it back. I promise. Uh, I I I'm I think I'm like you. And the first time I saw this was probably on like TBS or something. Like when mm-hmm. I was a kid, summertime, and it wasn't. It was actually became like one of my favorite like childhood memories of watching a movie because it was one of the few times. Um, and I'll play a little bit of a hipster card here. Like Citizen Kane's another one where it's one that I had heard of. I, I like, I knew what Rosebud was, uh, Jaws. I knew the music and like, I'm sure I'd seen some of the clips. Uh, I think some of that stuff you think was well, a kid like, well, when it comes time for me, it's going to be like past its due date, past its sell by date. Cause I already know all the famous stuff. So how much can I really enjoy it? And I fucking love Jaws. Like I'm watching it with all the shit cut out, watching it with commercials probably came in after the first kill saw this fantastic mayor, fantastic hair. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I think it's Mrs. Robinson's, uh, uh, husband from the graduate. I think that distinctive voice of his, that's, you know, the, the voice you would not want in the bedroom. So I understand why she's cheating. Murray with, Hamilton. Cheating with a young Dustin Hoffman, which you, you talk about having like a, a boy toy. You bring in the bedroom. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way I'd go. We ought to do the graduate sometime. There we go. Get some titillation and nipples for you in there. Always sign up for nipples. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> well, you, you, now you've challenged me. So it's like, I'm sure I can find something. <laughs> something very not, clockwork not orange-like Schmidt, to get you to oh hate god. nipples. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, let's bring in uh, Kathy Bates. You know, I mentioned Dick Tracy. <laughs> Uh, which probably felt strange, but that's something I did stream on HBO Max just for kind of fun because I'm like I've not seen that mm-hmm. since I was a child. I wonder how that yeah. ages. And it's it's like probably terrible. Well, it's like Tim Burton's Batman. Like you can tell they're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, that made a lot of money. Oh, let's get something like that because you know it's got the the sort of weird uh, painted sort of fake set like we're doing this on purpose type thing. Skew camera angles and shit. It's you know it's very much like a more naturalistic uh, older brother to something like Sin City honestly. More family friendly honestly but you know it's got that sort of heightened sensibility that no one looks like that no one talks like that except in 
funny books. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, Kathy Bates. She is like the, uh, what do you call it? Like the typist? Like she's working like Dick Tracy's Warren Beatty's going nuts. I don't think Dustin Hoffman as mumbles. And she's the one trying to record what he's saying. And then she just kind of throws her arm up. It was weird. It was weird to see Kathy Bates like <laughs> playing like type woman who just is like, oh, God, this sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it'll get better for you. You're going to get naked in a hot tub one day and you're going to come on Jack Nicholson. <laughs> it gets better, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Notice I'm just skipping over the fact that she like won an Oscar. Thank <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, no, no, no. Very talented. <laughs> no, 13 years <laughs> down the road, actress. you're going to put him out there and old Jack <laughs> mouth agape. <laughs> you're going to get nude in a hot tub and you're going to <laughs> mentally scar two teenagers. Yeah, young Mike and Jared are going to be shrinking <laughs> in their seats. There's a question for you. When we talked about Blue Lagoon, I didn't bring that up. That's probably – we went the opposite way. We were uncomfortable because we were seeing uh, old people on screen in the buff with other old people in attendance. It was that and the uh, Something's Gotta Give with Diane Keaton going full frontal. Oh, God. Not illegal, but it felt it for us at that point. Oh, God, it should be. <laughs> it Crime should be illegal. against nature. It's <laughs> my good eye. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about Bruce the Shark and Jaws here. <laughs> oh, it was one of those things where the nostalgia kicked in for me once I actually started watching it, like hearing the music together, having the uh, suspense of the movie. Like you don't see the damn thing for what the first hour of the movie or something. Like it, it's one of those things where, like. It goes so fast that you want to say it has a pacing problem, but it doesn't. Like, it's perfectly paced, but, like, there's never a dull moment in the movie. Like, there's never not one dull, single, solitary moment in the movie. Like, everything connects together. You don't have one wasted scene, in my opinion. My favorite scene in the movie uh, probably is a strange one where uh, young Dreyfus, as you've called him, comes over. Oh, young Dreyfus. And, uh, you know, he's, he's got his doubts all the time as far as, like, yeah, that, that was a big shark they caught he's like fucking idiots he's you know, presumably maga hat wearing people that mm-hmm. i don't believe in science don't give me that nonsense if i want to be on the beach when i get in the ocean that's what i'm gonna do and don't try to save me that's against my rights um he he's like hey i don't think this is gonna happen and there's a scene where the mayor is like come on guys we can't and it's actually one of the moments where this skeevy politician with the fantastic like bulletproof hair that just like <laughs> it's like just arcs to the skies. Love it. Um, he does make the point. It's like, hey, we can't cut open this fucking thing because if you're wrong and parts of a kid fall out with the media around this, this <laughs> poor, you know, mother around, she's going to, not only is she going to slap the cop, you know, she, she's probably going to like, you know, rape him right here, like on the docks. Like she's going to, you know, <laughs> we're going to have mass carnage here. So there's a scene that comes later where this uh, Roy Schneider's character has been drinking and you know he's depressed and he feels powerless and he's he's dealing with morons who won't allow him to protect them and he's got a good family life thankfully uh, but Dreyfus you know he hits him up when I don't know if uh, Roy can give consent he's like you know. <laughs> We really ought to cut open that shark. And this guy, this guy's been drinking heavily. And he's like, yeah, we'll do that. I'm a cop. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Again, I apologize for the timing of this recording. 
We are talking about Very sharks here. Days. <laughs> That's my favorite scene in the movie, says the white male <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> well, but that goes to what you're saying some... as far as not a wasted moment. Even that little bit of yeah. sort of expository dialogue as far as, hey, here's what we need to do in the next scene to like kind of complete mm-hmm. our investigative work or like to follow the cookie crumbs. It's done in this mm-hmm. way that even that scene is pleasant and it's kind of, kind of humorous and kind of feels like natural where the guy's like, ah, fuck it. Fine. Let's do it. <laughs> but everything, you know, like you said, he comes in with two bottles of wine and then you can see what his motivation was as he's <laughs> dragging drunk cop Brody out to cut the shark up. But another point that you were, you were making that I really liked about the movie is there's a little bit of tact to the, to the mayor and it's not just nobody's 100% good or 100% evil. Like he does have this money ringing quality about him where he's like, well, we've got to keep these beaches open, mm-hmm. baby. I got hotels. I got restaurants. Right. But there's also moments where he says, like you said, we can't cut this damn shark open in front. He's of not saying you're wrong. Out. He's just saying yeah. even if you're right, um, you know, the, there's got to be a way we handle this without the, the public, not scrutiny. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just I guess some decency. To Horror, the, yeah. you know, the, the people who are victims of this, you know, this shark wave of crime. Uh, let me go <laughs> off a little bit. Ask you. There's a new video game called. Uh, is that Man Eater, Man Hunter? Have you heard yeah, of this? I saw this. You yep. play. You play the like G- a little, <laughs> a little baby I'm, shark, I'm and you can like level up grow. to a bigger. Uh-huh. I want to play this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play this game. Watch some video of it where they called it the GTA of sharks. Like, <laughs> see, that is great. Like you're flipping, you're flipping out of the out of the water and like landing on boats and eating fishermen <laughs> and like you flop up on land and like <laughs> kill people on the beach. Like, it, it's 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 absurd, but in a good way. That's probably where you know. There's I know there has been some criticism that this this became such a pop culture event that it perhaps um, caused more fear than necessary about sharks or how likely it is that you're going to have this, this great beast. Like it's a fucking T-Rex from Jurassic park where it's like, if he's (laughs) unleashed, like you, and look, the film's got a great action sequence to wrap this up. Like this, this fucking thing takes down a boat with three grown men with weaponry on it. Uh, (laughs) they're just puncturing this shark with all sorts of weight to add on to him, forcing him to, to surface, and he's just toying with them. Like, he's just having fun with it. It is extreme. Do I care, though? Like, it's... it's <laughs> I knew there was a button coming. Well, but. you're, you know... It's like, now, now you're saying... Like, I, I guess, you know, unfortunately, uh, American audiences, maybe even worldwide, uh, we have far more in common with, like, all oh, the idiots in the movie. Like, well, I'd never be like them. And then you live in something like this, like what we're cor- currently going through... And you're like, oh no, the base instincts to be stupid and selfish and greedy, that takes over. Even I, like I always thought growing up as a, I, I guess, democratic leanings in Kentucky, that mm-hmm. well, so as long as someone can point out that I'm going to do better by you, I'm going to make your life better, or I'm going to keep you alive, people will vote that way. And you didn't have to be a voting age long to figure out like, no, <laughs> that that is not going to happen. Not like, at all. Even being here, the amount of people that hate Obamacare, even though mm-hmm. they are, they have been huge beneficiaries of it. Like it is what has kept them alive. It has <laughs> kept them having a life to where they can spew their bullshit on Facebook. You tell mm-hmm. them that and they're like, no, I don't have Obamacare. I have such and such. And you're like, well, that's, 
that's what you know Fox News calls Obamacare. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you the Affordable Health Care. Yes. <laughs> that you love, that you don't, you don't that want you, taken away from you. Uh, just as long as you don't call it Obamacare, they're fine with it. <clears throat> and yeah, so, I mean, going back to really the Jaws, on it. going back to the Jaws point, though, it's like I'm sure, even though he's he's decent for a white guy, a white filmmaker, as you called him, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I'm sure, it was not in his mindset that he's like, oh, I'm gonna make the fucking world hate sharks and think, you know, they, these are. Monsters that need to be eliminated. Like, we need to completely eradicate these species because Bruce the Shark is fucking ridiculous. It's an ex- it's it's <laughs> closer to the video game that I want to play, mm-hmm. the GTA of sharks, than anything you're going to deal with. Uh, even the, you know, hat tip to Blue Lagoon, they introduce a shark a couple mm-hmm. times. Doesn't really do much. Swims by, and then it's like, oh, well. Much like a real shark would. <laughs> these fucking kids, you know, I just came to take a look at uh, Brooke Shields' breast, but she's 14, so I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> now I'm going to swim away. You know, it's not it's not like this thing where it's like it enjoys the, the hunt. There was a, there's a movie that's, I think, far worse about that called The Ghost in the Darkness with Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer. Do you remember this one? 97, I, I think. And it's about these two lions that's like, they developed a taste for man flesh, and it's like they couldn't get enough of it. They were like the raptors from Jurassic Park, where it's like they love the hunt. They love to hunt humans and, like, you know, <laughs> trick them. And they think, you know, you think that the ghost is there and no, it's there. That's the darkness coming for you instead. That one, that one's worse. And I'm guessing just by virtue of it not being successful, like I'm having to explain to you now, and even then I'm probably doing a poor job of it. It had no impact. So I guess, you know, well, I was about to say, I guess lines are fine, but no, much of, uh, like Jimmy John's owners or whatever want to go and hunt, like you know exotic animals. <laughs> hunt, I say, means that you know someone rifles someone hands would... them a high powered rifle and then like you know corners the animal and then they shoot it. Yeah, that's all no. terrible. I'm talking out both sides of my mouth here. It's like I want Jaws to exist as like a big dumb movie well, that is you know perfect as mainstream entertainment, but I also like you know I don't want people to go out fucking throwing <laughs> bombs in the ocean trying to find <laughs> the man killer. Well, you have the conflict here of people are very, very stupid by general <laughs> rule. But also, I thought, I felt like Spielberg made it very obvious <laughs> in this movie for anybody like us. You know, we, we can decipher real movie from <laughs> real life. Uh, the shark. It's jumping on a boat. Like, this isn't real. This isn't going to be <laughs> what your problems are if you go out on the ocean. Now, you should be mindful. There needs to be that, like, you know, be mindful while you're on the beach. If you see, like, you know, some fins or dorsal fins, get the fuck out of the water. And if they're a but kid, also don't go back. You start beating them senseless. <laughs> 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 but, you know, this isn't how normal sharks behave. Like, and I, that becomes, for anybody with you know, even a partial working brain. Uh, the fact that people actively did not want to go into the ocean just shows you how ridiculous, how stupid, how there's a, there a similar to- thing with Psycho. Um, the, you know, the shower sequence. You know, people became afraid of <laughs> getting in the shower or going to a hotel again <laughs> or creeped out. Which you know, uh, maybe look for holes in the walls. Uh, you know, talk you want to talk about, <laughs> especially with the new one. Uh, I think we covered uh-huh, we covered especially. the new one. The, the you know yeah, Norman Bates. Yeah. I mean, he had a, a Jack Hotel for his <laughs> Jack Shack. <laughs> Jerk rooms aplenty. God, I wish Brooke Shields had walked in on Vince Vaughn then and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, God, <laughs> sir. Straight to jail. Sick fuck. 
Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I, I think we got it, Jared. I think we we managed to put our two cents and also really, you know, we took this classic of cinema and you caused me just as uh, the great white filmmaker, the only great white <laughs> filmmaker Steven Spielberg wanted, caused me wanted to go to my uh, PS4 and download the Shark game. <laughs> Do you get to customize your shark? Does it wear jewelry or anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can put like armor on it. You can put. Uh, I'm not joking. Like you know, <laughs> it gets absolutely insane. I don't really know how else, what else to say about it though. I, well, it's because we didn't really touch on it, Quint. It felt like you reached down, and then I immediately started looking at my computer. Like, can I, what kind of armor can you get for this shark? Like, <laughs> clearly, this is a professional production here. We care about the listener so much. Where it's like. As we're trying to wrap up one of the best films of all time, I'm like, all right, let's see, is this on sale? Is this the the summer of fun on PS Store? No, you really influenced me to want to kill people as a shark. <laughs> Thank you, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> uh, what about the what, what about the uh, the the famous Quint scene where he uh, regales us with uh, uh, the Tennessee and uh, you know the shark infested waters, like sort of uh, attaching on a real historical event, and then uh, you know. I don't want to say glamorizing it, glamorizing death, but definitely uh, pumping it full of uh, imagery to to make it a more uh, cinematic scene where they're exchanging scars, which I just want to point out. I also like the Chasing Amy version mm-hmm. of this a lot better. Oh. Because they're, they're talking about fucking when they, when they get their scars. <laughs> Thank you. Not not that distract- I want young Richard Dreyfuss to be like, yeah, that time I was eating pussy. Here's what happened. To, like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that either. Sometimes the greatest that. white filmmaker of all time knew what he was doing. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Just like Robert Shaw, really. I forgot how much he fucking jibber-jabbered all film long. Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into her side, chief. He was coming back. From the island of Tinian to Lady, just delivered the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. Eleven hundred men went into the water. The vessel went down in twelve minutes. Didn't see the first shark for about half an hour. Tiger, thirteen footer, you know. You know that when you're in the water, Chief, you tell by looking from the dorsal to the tail. Well, we didn't know. But our bomb mission had been so secret. No distress signal had been sent. <laughs> they didn't even list us overdue for a week. Very first light, Chief. Sharks come cruising. So we formed ourselves into tight groups. You know, it's... Kind of like old squares in a battle, like you see in a calendar, like the Battle of Waterloo, and the idea was, shark comes the nearest man, that man, he start pounding and hollering and screaming, sometimes the shark go away, sometimes he wouldn't go away, sometimes that shark, he looks right into you, right into your eyes, you know the thing about a shark, he's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eye. When he comes at you, doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. And those black eyes roll over white, and then... Oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red, and despite all the pounding and the hollering, they all come in and they rip you to pieces. 
snow by the end of that first dawn. Lost a hundred men. I don't know how many sharks. Maybe a thousand. I don't know how many men. The average six an hour. On Thursday morning, Chief, I bumped into a friend of mine, Herbie Robinson from Cleveland. Baseball player. Bosun's mate. I thought he was asleep. Reached over to wake him up. Bobbed up and down in the water. It was like a kind of top. Upended. Well, he'd been bitten in half below the waist. Noon the fifth day, Mr. O'Curry, Lockheed Ventura. So she swung in low and he saw us to the young pilot, a lot younger than Mr. Hooper anyway. He saw us and he come in low and three hours later a big fat PBY comes down and start to pick us up. You know, that was the time I was most frightened, waiting for my turn. I'll never put on a life jacket again. So 1,100 men went in the war. 316 men come out, the sharks took the rest, June the 29th, 1945. Anyway, we delivered the bomb. And then he has this scene of, like, real depth. Like, it really impressed me. I, it's something that maybe I hadn't really uh, thought of before, but, like... Well, that scene when they're loading the boat and he's trying to talk to his wife, they have, I mean, that's, I was fucking rolling in my seat where they get a line in. There's like, God damn, I swear <laughs> to Jesus, if you bring another piece. Of- <laughs> and then they cut to Brody talking to his wife. <laughs> I I think probably as a kid, I would, uh, I would aspire to be Quint. And mm-hmm. uh, instead, I just have to settle for, for being Brody. Like Roy Scheider here, even when someone <laughs> Quint has gone full, I guess, full like Lieutenant Dan. Braving the mm. storms, the sharks bring it on, where he's just like saying it's going to be between me and God, and we'll see who wins <laughs> out in this battle. You know, he, he decides to break their equipment. Like, there's no reinforcements. This is all on us men. Like, this is the challenge that's been laid out for <laughs> when when Brody is like, that's great, just great. Like, you know, <laughs> it is. He there are so many great moments where people are just put upon and just like they're just whatever level above annoyed, but for they're like fully enraged. And it sits perfectly in that window where it's it's fun to watch, but it's also not mm-hmm. not going into over the top territory. It felt like that's that is a genuine reaction when you're like, Yes, I'm trying to call for backup so Megalodon or whatever doesn't <laughs> kill me in the next five minutes. Yeah, Brody, I don't know, you know, he makes good moral decisions while drunk. Uh he he believes in uh backup and uh here we go, Twitter. He did not respond uh, with excessive force when slapped in the face. He understood where the uh, the woman was coming from, and he just took it because uh, you know he's a trained official and he's a, a servant of uh, public safety. Also, I think I, I think woman, I saved this character right. The woman was white, so I mean he's. Thank you for listening to Sober Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> goodness Uh, we are recording these uh, all in one fell swoop for the month of June (laughs) and now I'm wishing that I had a film uh, primarily based on uh, black friendship relationships (laughs) probably not next week uh, dear listeners give me two weeks I'll fix Jared's nonsense (laughs) (laughs) 
And you want you want black movies? You're about to get them. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, so plain. <laughs> the Scotch on the rocks, please. Any Scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. So, for you to fuck is to penetrate. You're used to the more traditional definition. You inside some girl you do. Jackhammer in a way, not noticing that bored look in her eyes. Hey. I always notice that poor look in their eyes, all right? <laughs> Fucking is not limited to penetration, Banky. For me, it describes any sex when it's not totally about love. I don't love Kim, but I'll fuck her. I'm sure you don't love every girl you sleep with. Some of them I downright loathe. Uh-huh, but I'll bet it's different with the ones you do love. Like, you'll go down on a mugger. Here we go. I don't do that. What? I stopped dropping. It got to be too frustrating. You know, as stupid as you usually come off during this little diatribe of yours, you're going to come off ten times as stupid on this occasion. What? I lost my tolerance for the bullshit baggage that comes with eating girls out. What's the big deal? If you say the smell, so help me, I will slug you. Not the smell. The smell is good. I'm talking about not being able to do it properly. And my mother brought me up to believe that if I can't do something right, I shouldn't do it at all. Of course, my father told me she gave a lousy head, but that's beside the point. Well, at least you blame yourself for your sexual inadequacies. No, I blame them. Chicks never help you out. They never tell you what to do, right? And most of them are all self-conscious about the smell factor, and so most of the time they just lay there frozen like a deer in headlights. I mean, not for nothing, but when a chick goes down on me, I let her know where to go and what the status is. You gotta handle it like CNN and the Weather Channel. Constant updates. You are such an idiot. No, no, he's got a point. I mean, that's how I was in high school, you know, all nervous and inhibited about being eaten out. But by the time I got to college, that all changed. I loosened up. I was like one of those guys at the airport with those big flashlights, waving them this way, directing them that way, telling them when to stop. And that's all I'm saying. It'd be different if chicks helped out, you know, pointed a guy in the right direction. And there'd be no bullshit, no wasted time, and no chance for, you know, permanent injuries. Permanent injuries? Sure. You want to see something permanent? See that? Uh-huh. I got that from Nina Rollins. Sophomore year, I'm going down on her, right? And out of nowhere, her cat jumps on her stomach, and she does this big old pelvic thrust, cracks my tooth, and sends it down my throat. I had to get a crown for the stub. I got that beat. I got that beat. Junior year, I'm going down on Cynthia Slater in her dorm room after we went club hopping. I'm totally drunk. And in the middle of it, I fall asleep right in her lap. She got so mad, she digs her heel into my back. Right there. That's permanent. All right. All right. See this? That's the farthest I can move my neck to the right. Again, sophomore year. I'm going out with Brandy Spinning. 
And for like six months, I'm going down on her, right? Not a damn thing's happening. So one night, I change a position or vary my lapping speed, and suddenly, it's a whole new world. She's moving around, convulsing, breathing heavy, and her legs are pressed up against my ears so tightly that I don't hear her father come into the room. He grabs my hair and pulls me way back hard. Senior year, spring formal. I'm eating out Missy Curtin, her brother's car. She's like laying across the back seat, and I'm half hanging out, my knees on the ground. She's flailing around, and she she knocks the parking brake off. The car starts rolling down the hill, and my left knee is cut up to shit. <laughs> like a kitty scissors glass, cut it over my McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> 